Hey gang, it's Fillmore. For those of you who are jonesing for the Extra Sunday episodes, no longer available on YouTube, you can access them on patreon.com slash jimfix, J-I-M-F-I-X-X. If you sign up for the whiskey-sobbing computer board level at $2.50 a month, you'll have access not only to those Extra Sunday episodes that are no longer available on YouTube, but you will get 50% of the Patreon content going forward if you would like full access to all sunday episodes all patreon content including the last 32 episodes or 33 episodes produced thus far just sign up for the black kluge five dollar level or higher if you want to give us more money uh you are more than welcome to for those of you who don't do paypal or patreon rather we have a paypal address as well johnny the greek 21 at gmail.com for those of you who cannot get Patreon to work and would like to use PayPal as a method of monthly payment, we will only accept donations from the Black Kluge level or higher. And privately, personally, we will send you all the episodes on Patreon and the Missing Sunday episodes, of course. It seemed to me like it was a love story that a month later you were divorced. It wasn't a month later. It was several years later. Come on. Now, what do you come on? What am I lying? Yeah. I'm telling you, what do I got to lie for? I'm divorced over 10 years now. I, I, I have to make that up for You've been with that for like nine, right? Yeah. All right, well. Would you get like divorced and then meet Beth the next day? Just about, yeah. Mm. No. I got divorced after I actually. I was separated. And I've been. And then I got divorced. I don't know. It was a. Look. It was a year or two. I'm not good with dates, but the fact is. That uh, when I did the movie, uh, you know, what can I tell you? I, I was—I thought my marriage hey, would last forever. Like, Should answering a question right now. Yeah, I'm like Mushmouth over there. <laughs> That—that's the best I can do, John. I was—I was gay way before I met Beth. I—I <laughs> la- I have a wide varying interest level. No, you don't. Yes, I do. When it comes to media, <laughs> you have a very gay interest. Yeah, level. I love Smallville. Beth doesn't make me watch Smallville. What do you think I do? Everything Beth wants. My girlfriend speaks fluent French. No. Yeah. So she. Yeah. Yeah. So she knows what standard. Like she, 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 but she's uh, shy about it. But she, she, like she could say to the waiter, "Who Blah 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 blah. Oh, that's great. And, uh, and I'm like, "Wow, that's cool." That's I, I respect anyone who could speak another language. That's a classy girl. She could speak German, French, and English. How'd she learn all that? Yeah. Well, when she was in Europe, she just picked up the language. Oh, when she was in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Beth always says to me, you know, you're much older than I am. You're 19 years. What am I going to do when you're dead? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I go, honey. Can I have a party? Let me tell you something. Party. <laughs> oh, look Now we know how Robin's thinking. Oh, wow. Stupid. Wow. No, Betty. You're going to say, wow. I'm making a you're joke. You're fucked up. A joke. Oh, well, I didn't even. I'm a, a I'm a dark motherfucker. <laughs> My mind didn't even go there. Wow. You guys are ridiculous. You suck. How dare you? Okay. You are so We're busy yesterday shopping for her birthday gift. You're, you're an you asshole. You are shameful. Everybody Come on, you don't know that. Here. 
Wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, not from you. Saying, you're not that funny. I got news I was thinking she's going to have to wait a long time. I mean, you've got like jeans on your side. You're going to be like 150 well, years old. Thank you, Brady. I said to her. It's a joke. No, okay. She doesn't have to start planning for the party for you. <laughs> Welcome to QF Guys podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host, Fillmore, a.k.a. Jim Fix. With me today is, of course, Bobby Chicago. Welcome, Bob. Hey, everybody. And Sam, she's along for the ride for this one because she wanted to hear Queen Ophelia do her magic on uh, the uh, the horse face. How are you, Sammy? Oh, I am so excited for this. So Beth, Beth, <laughs> Beth hating is one of my favorite pastimes. So here are some of the comments okay, sorry, you guys provided us via Facebook and Patreon. I'm just going to read through them. Constipated, dazed and confused. Wonk is hidden. Pig snout pronounced. Too much jewelry or shiny things to distract from bad boob job and scarecrow slenderman arms. Tons of photoshopping and not, just not sexy. Thunder thighs hidden. Looks like a hostage forced to take pics by Sheik in Dubai. Uh, let's see what we got here. Raven asked, I asked my 13-year-old daughter what she thought and if it was sexy. She replied, no, she looks wrong. Like a skeleton that is trying too hard and looks goofy overall. Um, Deborah, heroin chic, except she's not chic. Adding an E to make the word heroin doesn't also make you a heroine. Um, <laughs> uh, more like Sid and Nancy favoring Sid by a smidge. Okay, so I just wanted to put a couple of those in, guys. You guys are going to hear the entire whack of them. But uh, Sam heard the first episode, and she had something really, uh, really thoughtful to say about it. Not surprisingly, uh, about the whole plug aspect of the the um, the way the the approach went. Uh, so yeah. please take it away, Sam. I just when I first heard the episode, I was surprised that in some ways I am still blind to certain facets of being a fan of the show and so when I went into listening to it and Fillmore and Bob brought up the fact that of course he paid for this of course he's the one who probably set this up and made this deal for her to make her on the cover I don't know why I didn't think of this I I thought about all the after effects. I thought about the promoting. I thought about what could happen afterwards. But I naturally thought it organically happened. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed by myself when I heard you guys because I was like, I cannot believe there's still some sort of Munchausen syndrome by proxy or something that I still have from the show that made me blind to not realizing, oh, my God, of course, of course. Well well, as you know, I did. I I, gave, I put in the MP3, and I also on Patreon, and I also put in the um, the video that I uploaded. Uh, so, did you see the visuals, or did, were you yes. just listening to it? Okay, so I there wasn't put on Patreon. Okay, well, there wasn't there wasn't enough. There's not a lot of visuals in there, but what I did put in was just the covers of different months yeah, that same I, year. I saw of different all women. those covers. And like, which can you tell which one is not like the other? <laughs> I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, it is unbelievable. Even like when you guys like Mariah Carey, curvy, um, successful. It's a lot of curvy, successful women. Right. And then there's this. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing is you go, you go, you look at the picture and you go, OK, Whoa. Jenny McCarthy. Oh, look at this. Catherine. Oh, like uh, what's her name um, from the uh, what's that one? The uh, Jennifer Brooke Love Burke? Hewitt. You, you know, you know them. Generally, oh, yes. you know them all from E. Yeah. Brooke Burke would be one of those one of those broads. Then you look at the thug and you go, who? But much, but in defense of what 
um, that back in, in 2004, what Jake Bronstein said, he said, oh, but they sell a lot of they sell a lot of magazines with her on them because people are curious. But here's the thing. They're not curious so much of what she looks like because she's gross. It's they're curious about what she's going to say about their relationship because she's stupid and she <laughs> gives details about their life right. that is not only like really easily mockable, but it also gives some insight that Howard wouldn't give because interviewers were clearly sometimes, you know, leading with questions or baiting her. And she overcompensated by saying embarrassing things. Right. And for evidence, guys, just look at her in any Ellen interview or any any interview on TV. And it's the hands, the gesticulations, the the way she can't seem to get any thought out without um, just seemingly trying too hard, basically. So I don't think that she sold because she's some hot broad like, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt back in the heyday. I think it or successful for that matter. Mm. I mm-hmm. think it's because. People and fans were getting a tiny bit of an inkling after the divorce that something is amiss mm-hmm. in, you know, our Jesus Christ, Lord, Savior, Howard Stern, that everybody yeah. sort of, you know, prayed to the altar of every morning. There yeah. was something happening after that divorce where we all had this, eh, like yeah, the, the way the he was acting, something was happening and it was picking at our brain a bit. And I think a lot of people bought that magazine because not only was he promoting it so much, but we were curious as to what does she have to say about him? Right. He said that um, the other women in the magazine were successful, but I would argue that she's the world's most successful Ames model. (laughs) Yes. I found another one of those true crime uh, <laughs> magazine covers with her in it on the, on the cover. And it's just it's it's astoundingly awful. It's um, like that yeah. that that magazine cover is like, you know, every Dawson's Creek plot. <laughs> yeah. Which one? The, which one? The, my, my dentist raped true, me. My, true self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my joke bomb. But that cover needs to go up to make up for it. Just generally in the group, because that thing is special, man. Whatever that magazine. What was that thing called? It's called True Self. True you know, Self. It just read like a WB bad show back in the day. You know, it's like. Hold on. Hold on. Let, what, me, let me let me go. Let me go what, back is pa- pa- Pacey, what is Pacey? What is Pacey doing? True story. True not True story. Self. <laughs> True story. I apologize. No, you know, I was thinking about how much Howard loved Dawson's Creek. That magazine probably turned him on. He was probably so excited to read that he magazine. Want, he wanted to read My Dentist Raped Me. Of course. <laughs> That's like, you know, the teacher <laughs> raped Pacey pretty it, much. It, the only way he would buy every uh, he would buy every copy off the stack if it said My Dentist Shit in My Mouth and Raped Me. Uh, but I mean, well, yeah, move. that's yeah, a yeah, shoe in. That's a that's absolutely a shoe. And I have another one here. I'm not going to bring it up. Oh, there it is. True story. I, I should have brought that one up. Uh, so sex slave was forced to t- perform dirty favors. <laughs> oh. this, is the, this is the my dentist raped me. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Ten my ways God. Hit and run. I killed a little girl. These are all things that Howard. These would are all to. fantasies of his. Yeah, exactly. Mother's <laughs> he Day. He wants surprise. pretty women. Love. I slept with a teen virgin because he wouldn't cheat fuck, with my daughter. Who the fuck <laughs> would even who would want their face on the this cover is of this like magazine? 
It's honestly like a 4chan thread. Yeah, Snuff Magazine, your face on the cover. Okay, we got to go into this because it's going to take us forever. But so, hey, 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 eight millimeter magazine with Beth on the cover of it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, here we go with uh, him trying to console Beth about the FHM criticism. So, we're going to let these clips play out a little longer than we normally would. How'd you get it already? From the guys in E. Why do the guys in E sabotage my show? Can I just up? What, what, what? I'm not one of you on camera. Why? You look fun. You're not on camera. We won't, we won't I run. I just woke up. Do you want Tony to fill in your hair? Tony. <laughs> what do you mean we just, you just woke up? Are you on the radio now? Yeah. What do you mean you just yeah, woke up? I mean, I, I just woke She's clean, up. clean. I sick. <laughs> I know. I love, I love how Artie says, yeah, that's what he does. You dumb fuck. You bim. Well, well, fuck that. But like, Am I on the what, radio right now? Can yeah, you imagine? That's can you imagine like? Can you imagine Kate Moss going like, I don't know what people are going to say. What are they going to do? Kate you know, like, Moss? <laughs> she'd be smoking cigarettes, downing flutes of champagne and lines yeah. right before she gets put in some Versace shit and kills it on the runway. That's right. Nah, just her lost little girl routine whenever oh. she's on the radio during this time. It's just creepy. It is. It's just weird and creepy. It's who are you my daddy? That's that's the the tone I are get. Are you are it. you on the radio right now? No, we're we're on the fucking news. Uh, yeah, we're on the radio. You're in a fucking radio station studio. It would like, be like being on a photo shoot and saying, "Are are we doing our hair and makeup now?" <laughs> the lost little girl routine is just strange to me. But well, uh, it's, it it's, it we'll it gives going. him power. It makes him feel like you know the I don't know the the rapist taking the kid into the woods or some shit. So <laughs> it doesn't help that her voice is hey, like. Hey, don't pull any punches, man. Jesus. Pins and needle, like her voice too, is just excruciating. Look at the magazine. Let's see her look at the magazine. <laughs> Did you look at the magazine? I just looked at the cover. I didn't look at the inside yet. Take a look. Let me see what you think. Take a look at the cover. Go ahead. Take a look. I'll come over here then and take a look. Yeah, take a look. I'll, I'll... I'm, getting, I'm getting nervous. All right, let's see. Oh, I don't believe these guys put out this magazine and, and didn't contact didn't us. didn't give us anything. Hi, sweetheart. All right, here you go. The oh, cover's now nice. I'm not going to be able to see her. I wanted to see her look at it. The cover's nice, right? I liked it. This is goddamn. I liked it before it came out. <laughs> she like liked you it when didn't she was photographing it. it. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, I'm just I'm still picturing it. Raven killed it. It's take the movie Taken. The Shake is buying those, auctioning those girls. She looks like that, dude. It's so For real. True. Everybody pull up that scene. Raven's yeah, it's true. And they're in the, vomit. yes. They're all doped up, barely Every able to stand. Them, yeah. Praying to get rescued. You know, I, <laughs> it is odd, though. And that's that, no different. In that it regard. is odd, though. Like, he doesn't have to do this. So this is the other part that we're that I want to enforce on our audience is none of this is necessary. None of this. He doesn't have to pull her up here. He doesn't have to do any of this. He could have given if he wanted to promote it. Fine. Right. Why keep this for all of time? Why the hard sell? Not only hard sell. Why just the 
what do you think? And honestly, it makes me think, what do you think in your head that you're getting by doing this to your audience? Because all it's doing is turning them off. Well, it would, be, it, it would be a stuff of this ill stuff of this ilk to um, to make people think less of her as time went on. And that's why she got the derision she eventually started to get because she wasn't coming yeah. off nice. And he was forcing her down the throat. Like, look, Eva Longoria, sorry, not Eva Longoria, sorry, was it like uh, Paula Portskova or some of those fucking real supermodels yeah. is yes, coming in was- to visit us. And we're supposed to go like, wow, this is, listen, can I touch you? Oh my God. Like, you know, in double A, these fucking miscreant, these, these hobbits would come in and uh, tell, oh God, she's the hottest <laughs> thing ever. I'm cute. <laughs> I love this. You can't look? There you are. Look how good you look. Oh, she's not looking at the picture. Really beautiful. Who is that? I don't know. It's another. She's beautiful, too. It's another broad in here. Those are the broads. I have to uh, beat it, too. (laughs) What? Your your fiancé or whatever, your girlfriend is in there, but you're going to beat it off to the other women in there? That makes no sense. That doesn't at all, unless he's trying to pile on. Yeah, and he knows he's much. got her against the ropes, and he's doing his little NPD mind tricks. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite get it. No, I, that's uh, weird. I would not be thrilled with that as a girl. No, like, you wouldn't. Oh no, <laughs> you wouldn't want to hear your guy talking about how he jerked off to somebody else. You know, while let me let me com- let me compliment you. Let me compliment you and then tell you that, but I beat off to all these other people. Lovely. Exactly. More enforcement, though, for the beard relationship. More enforcement, though, for the beard relationship of his huge major horniness that he has. I guess, yeah. Like like this, one woman isn't enough for me. I got to beat it to fucking Pamela Anderson as well. Ralph is nothing. I'm a huge, mega, horny guy for all these you know, hot girls. Yeah. Yep. Look at me. Wait, okay. Where are you? You lost her. I know 145 she is. Hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's see. I can't find the goddamn pictures. Later. 145. Yeah, we know she's around 145. <laughs> Hi, Beth. How you doing? Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, right, from wherever you were, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here you go. There's that was one picture. Therapy. That's the one that you liked, I think. Yep, there you are. What do you think? Nice picture, right? Good. That looks like your your boob hanging out. <laughs> oh, you're looking to check. Isn't All right, there's another picture. That's the one that we almost did for the cover, I think. Yeah, that's nice, right? It's okay. It looks different now in the magazine, doesn't it? Yeah, but it, it looks good. What do you think? Oh, that oh you looks don't good. like this? That's terrible. Okay, you're going to hear more of this, guys, but I want to ask you right now, going into the audio, and you can make a decision later, but just for right now, keep it in your mind. Is she fishing for compliments because she's insecure, or is she, or is she, um, like, does she really think it's shitty, or... Is she just really, or or does she think it's great and she just wants people to make her feel better regardless? She's fishing for compliments. Is she looking at the cover or the inside when she's talking about this or both? I think she's looking at the cover first because they're just like right now going through it, right? Oh, she might think that's bad. Yeah. Okay. The inside, she'll be fishing for compliments because they're not terrible. No, not hot. They're not FHM fucking caliber but they're not that they're not as bad as that cover is 
No, they're not. But, they're, they're, they're an improvement. Sam. But also, don't you think when you get, for example, like your school picture, okay, and you think it's a good picture, possibly, but then you get the big photo, mm-hmm. right? And it looks a lot different for some reason than the smaller little ones that you can cut out and give to your friends. For some reason, that big picture really accentuates and like makes you a little uncomfortable because of the size and how blown up it is. That big eight by 10 you get in your school pictures. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I think are magnified. So I think there is probably something where it is a little jarring for anybody to see themselves blown up in a certain frame. But if you're a model, you should be used to this. And right, also if the right. airbrushing is up to snuff and, and let's be honest, even Pam Anderson, all those other covers, it goes on with all of them because lighting is sometimes fucking wonky. And sometimes, you know, the there's a, there, a fly gets in the frame and you have to airbrush that out. I mean, it really is that simple uh, with her. I don't think that was so much ever a photoshopping problem. It was literally they made her up looking like shit. And they photographed it looking like shit. And I still can't understand why that one made it to cover. Yeah. I really don't I mean, know do why. A boob from the stomach up to the chest. You know, <laughs> It's hard to do. Bob made the comment in the last episode I listened to. She looks like a literal crack whore. And that's not an exaggeration. And he is not <laughs> wrong about any of that. No, she really, yeah, she looks like a strung out Bulgarian, like, yeah, she was kidnapped by Bulgarians to sell on the black market. Um, but it, like, it, it's anyway, it just astounds me because, you know, a cover, you're probably shooting, I don't know, 100 pictures and you got to go through them, maybe oh, more, fuck. 200 sometimes, more. 300. Which makes me want the, the B-roll of all of this. And I also, <laughs> you know, I just think that if you're a model as Howard claims with such European acclaim and doing all these jobs, you wouldn't be uncomfortable so much by these pictures, but she's acting like it's that photo packet in the envelope that they hand to you that says life touches and you're in seventh grade. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what it sounds like to me. Well, absolutely. And the fact is we went through uh, we went through the uh, I think it was Carrie and I when we did the repeater episode where there's that four year gap. She has no like film work, no TV work. And she's in Europe, quote unquote, doing modeling. And none of those surface, Bob. Oh, no. Well, what I was going to say, I know sometimes you throw out a uh, Photoshop challenge. I challenged someone to Photoshop her breast on the cover to where a normal breast would be, which is about a foot above where it is on the cover. If someone can do that, I'd be impressed. It's such a bizarre place to put the boobs. Well, that was definitely in the comments. I get people going, why is one boob, why is one boob at her torso and one one, one is right at her hip? (laughs) They're horrible. They're really awful. Was she in a car accident? And it knocked it out of place. <laughs> I don't know if she's in a car accident, but she certainly was in a train wreck, and it's called FHM. It didn't fix that. All right. There's no airbrushing. They needed to. No. What, Look, was, what needed to be fixed? That's a nice picture. No good? Yeah. They're talking cryptic here. I right? know. Yeah, we're, we're not uh, privy right? to the secret language going on. All right, really. That's a picture of you in a bikini. You look good. Okay. It's fine. Uh-oh. I'm going to go home now. Oh, no. Oh, come on, Beth. Oh, come on. Beth. 
Okay. This Why? Are you freaked out seeing yourself in a magazine? Yeah, it's really weird. I'm going to... Okay, so the, the whole mo- what you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be if you're a real model. So we already burst that fucking bubble to smithereens and poured an acid all over it. The other thing is, let's be honest, guys. If uh, if she, like, I, I, she's not a model. She never was a model. All these Ames things. Mm-hmm. Sam. Again, true story. Yeah. True. Right. True story. You were already on the cover of the most demented, you know, 4chan magazine I've ever seen. You know, I mean, I'm probably those people who made that magazine are probably the starters of that fucking website. I have no doubt. It's just insane to me that you were on covers of shit. Well, or or a hair, you know what she was too? She was a hair model. So they did hair. And you know when you go to get your haircut back in the 90s especially, they would have books of haircuts and styles. They well, looked like yearbooks. And yeah. they had they had really like nice covers, hard covers. Hard covers, like, yeah. My mother was a hairdresser, so I remember those books. Yes, and mm. she was in those covers and in those prints of her with hairstyles. So hairstylists mm-hmm. would do her hair and use her for those things that is yeah. not vogue that is no. not cosmo that is not even inquirer for christ's sake no it isn't i didn't even know she was in one of those oh, You're yeah, right. sam's right she- sam's right there i've seen the one photo it does look like absolutely like one of those glam no, photos she for- was yeah it's true i just don't i haven't seen it in a long time but it's probably been five years but i do remember seeing it and it's a headshot specifically for something like that um These and are then like the worst yeah. modeling credentials i've ever heard man yeah. true story my dentist raped me of hair Hair fucking catalog. These are it's, real bad credentials, man. It's the it's the equivalent of King Norris trying to open up for the Stones. You know, like yeah. there's just there's no there's no reason for her to be there except if she was paid. They were paid to to put her on the fucking magazine. Yep. Like if you know, I know people who did modeling in high school, somewhat, and they were they got things locally where they would be like on a poster. Or a a billboard something for like a gym Mm -hmm. or um, a hair salon or a new boutique. But it was local. It was strictly local. It was was strictly local. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe Mm -hmm. one person kind of made it a little bit more than that. But then I think she just started escorting. No offense because... (laughs) Mm. It was better money. Somehow, somehow she just managed to like live her life not having any more jobs and yeah. is rich, but yeah. like, like nobody that. knows how. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I will say here, I don't think I think that she's genuinely I don't think she's fishing for compliments. I, I genuinely don't think she's crazy about her photos in this personally. <laughs> well, she sounds way. pretty genuinely like not crazy about it to me. I, I don't know. I, I see I'm 50 50 on it because of how she is and how often she's she is a phony piece of shit, too. Like when she 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 never comes off legit to me. She never comes off never. as selling I, properly. Have you ever heard her act anything else but self-deprecating when she wants a compliment. That's the reason why I know that there's maybe 50, Mm. 50 on this. Like maybe she doesn't like it, but you've never heard Beth act confident 
like, oh, the beautiful this, the beautiful. Oh, no, no, no. She is a very, um, I wouldn't even say humble. It's almost an act because you see how she treats the staff. You see how she treats people outside of the interview, outside of what she's doing. But she always has this woe is me, doe in the woods. No, 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 I'm not. Oh, I'm not. She's very. My question would be for you, Bob. Um, Do you think that that's because she knows she feels that's the way she's got to be around him? Like this very insecure person, because if she shows confidence, that's a turnoff. Like that's something he doesn't want to see. He wants her feeling constantly like he wants her in that realm of, you know, being uneasy. And and she's and she wants to she doesn't want to piss him off because he's daddy Wigbucks. Well, what other Howard relationship have you seen that he wants them feeling secure? Well, that's, yeah, that's how they operate. They want everybody that, on a slippery slope. Right. That's why I'm a little uh, 50-50 on it, because if, if she if she was let's say she had approval and she let these things go through, that would presume she was fine with all of them. And the reason why that's she's acting like point. this, I think maybe that's the reason why she's point. acting like this is because she doesn't want to act like, yeah, that's me. I'm hot. Mm. Deal with it. You know, it's not easy being beautiful, guys. I think so, you're right. That's a great point, because look at how it ended up with Angie. You know, like you he was trying out beards like he and Robin Givens and those women have confidence. They have the oh, you know, they have the swagger for days, beauty for days, but they know it. And, you know, what is it? What's the quote? Uh, Beauty is a short lived tyranny where never heard that quote. Yeah. Beauty is a I think it's beauty is a short lived tyranny is the quote. I think Mm -hmm. it's Socrates. And I heard it on Joe Rogan, though, so don't think I'm like reading Socrates, people. And <laughs> could have been Adam Carolla. So, <laughs> so, something like that. It's a, it's a, something like that. Basically, saying you only have this much time, so you might yeah. as well. But it is mm. powerful. It is tyrannical. If you if you reign beauty some sort of way, you can get mm-hmm. a lot of power from it. But what Beth did was realize that those women didn't impress Howard and he threw them away. So she did more of the meek thing. Yeah. And she wanted that fucking ring. She wanted to be Mrs. Stern. Up. You know, my, um, my NPD powers are lessening and lessening, but I do think that there is something to that in that, He doesn't I think that she knows if she really owned this and really said that she looked great or whatever, he'd probably start picking it apart a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, your tits, eh, they could have done a better shot here. or Yeah, your hip is a little off and he starts letting some callers through. And Beth looks like fucking shit. You know, Vinny (laughs) from the Bronx calls in. But I do think that. You know, he he I I think there is something to say about that and that she probably didn't want to own it totally. Yeah, because she knows that there's Howard doesn't like people with boundaries. Howard doesn't like people esteemed. Howard doesn't want me to have a mind of my own, which Sam pointed out. Howard doesn't like those types of women, women that have a a mind of their own or anybody Mm -hmm. that has their own autonomy. At the Mm -hmm. end of the day, this is Howard's photo shoot. And he's kind of owned it. You know, people with MPD, they'll own it from the beginning. You know, he kind of prefaced it with I negotiated this thing. I showed up on set. 
you know, I'm I'm kind of having a an opinion on what happened on set and this and that. They, they'll vaguely, they'll kind of thinly veil own a scenario without outright owning it. So I think you have a point there. Well, I think, and, and the other thing is, she's been with him two years. Instinctively, she might know now, even being a fucking provincial dullard, that. She, this will be easier for her if she acts all meek and I don't, I'm not really, I'm humble and I don't think I look all that good because then she'll, she'll elicit the whole, oh, you look great. You look great. Instead of him later on going, you know what? I didn't like this fucking picture. Why'd you post like this? It makes you look like a fucking slut or, you know, the the lighting's bad on this, whatever. Just debase it and make her feel even worse than value. Yeah. yeah. So she knows this is safe. She played the smarter card, and the quote is, beauty is a short-lived tyranny. So that was somewhat right, yeah. Okay. okay. And it's true. Uh, Yeah, well, their window is, and I mean, nowadays it becomes yachting. And so when I read somewhere that um, Tara Reid is yachting still, my God, what could she look? She was a train wreck 10 years ago. What in God's name could she look like in in 2022? Oh, fuck. Yachting. Yachting. Y- y- yachting is what they call hooking, escorting. Uh, it's a rich guy. Oh. That basically, you uh, that's that's the new buzzword. Yachting, as in Y A C H T. Yeah, I take it. I take it, Bob. You weren't at Cannes this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, basically yeah. You're no. you're a, a very expensive hooker for the day. Like you you get rented out basically, I'm, like a, like a rental. I'm car. out of the loop. Con, yeah, I'm sorry. Loop. Excuse me. Yeah. But you've done this, but you've done this in a million times. You can't, you can't do it in private. Everybody's going to see the magazine. (laughs) This is it. Everyone's going to see it. What is it, John? Does she like the pictures or? Um, I saw them already, but they just seem different in in print. They're okay. Which one's your favorite? I don't have a favorite. It's weird. I like the cover actually. I do too. <laughs> My butter face. No, oh, no. Face. You don't listen to a schmuck like that. Come on. That was a secretary. Who yeah, does she yeah. know? But Al Goldstein's here. He could look at it. Yeah, he's, he's, a he's an expert. All right, carry on with the show. Enough on you. Yeah, enough oh, of yeah, you? I'm really enough. You had enough? Yes. Should I go in the other room? Does it matter what we think if this has been enough? Yeah. She clearly hated being on the show until she until she got the ring. She did not have the confidence to be in there because she was always like, this is an audition. Every fucking time I come in here, he's silently judging me and everything I do. And I represent him and yeah. fuck me if I don't do things right. Sam? And he allowed the listeners, by doing what he did, he allowed the listeners to put her down, which don't think for five seconds... He didn't know that would happen. So she gets to put in her head, not from him, mm-hmm. but because he knows what the listeners will elicit, that it'll put in her head, you're a butterface, you're a horse face, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. So he, he'll yeah. pretend that he's protecting her and saying, those people are pieces of shit and whatever else. You run the show. You open this up. You put that in her head by allowing this conversation to fester and flower and flower through. So I don't I don't believe that he's protecting her. Okay, so here's my question to both of you then, because we uh, we heard we did the episode and we recorded it with that guy that actually did call in. You'll have to listen to part one for that, guys, if you haven't. Um, But you do think that he knew that guy was going to say that about her not looking great or did he think did he just did it was it organic basically that that guy called in and said no she looks good it's just that cover's a little busted i'm You're 50, asking 50 the wrong on question 
Well, my point, like, if that's calculated, let's get this guy to call in and criticize just the cover because it's written there in the note that when they when they let the caller through, they give a little note. Um, or he do you think it was, was organic? He knew there was a possibility. He knew oh, there he, was a he possibility. Always, there's there's always a possibility. But my saying is, they later on it became like that. So and so's calling in. They want to criticize Artie. Yeah. So and so's. You know well, what I mean? Like that's how calculated yeah. it got. Listen. There, there's no he controls the volume on everybody he controls the volume on himself he controls sure. every aspect of every single thing that goes on there you really fucking think he let that call go it just came up on his screen this caller has something to say no it had exactly what he was gonna say about beth you know and so he absolutely knew what was gonna come through on that call and you have to remember they're constantly communicating to you indirectly yeah never directly communicate to you so it's like again i we always come back to hockey but i know that you're a habs fan it's like if i sit here and i let every fucking caller come through talk trash the habs and i'm indirectly now you're not on it you don't own them but i'm like ah this team they're the worst you know i'm talking about you dude yeah. You know that I'm sending you a fucking message and I'm letting all those people come through. And I know every single call, there's no way he controls every single aspect. And all those callers are up to chance. It's not possible. Well, they don't that's, operate that, that way. That's more of my point is he left it up to chance. So could the callers lie and say, I want to give a compliment and then shoehorn in Butterface? Of no. course. Mm-hmm. But, I don't no, think they so. Could, Callers can, of course, lie. I've lied and called in and said, mm-hmm. I want to talk about this. Did you this. make it on air? No, but, same, but I, I people have. But people have. People definitely have. We know people who have. You, mm-hmm. Fillmore and I know people who have done that, who have said, I'm calling in for this reason. And then they, you know, placate and cushion. And then all of a sudden, knock them sideways. So it's... <laughs> I it's, called it's in. A, it's a, I but think how that quickly, could but be, how quickly do those people get cut off and how long did he let this guy go? You know, that's my but question. It's the fa- but the fact that he knows that this is a possibility because it has happened to him in the past for various situations, not just regarding Beth, that he knows the pool of people who are his listeners. He knows that this is a possibility. What I'm saying is even putting this on the platform and allowing this dialogue to go on on your show is risky. But this is my point. So when you guys got through or anybody that got through that had that said one thing and got put on air, how long did he let that call go? I would imagine not super long, but that guy that called in and criticized Beth, I think he let that ride out for a little bit because I think he knew that was the message of that call. Maybe There's a big I mean, difference he, there. He did, but the thing is, he kept him on, and he 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 did keep him on even after he said what he had to say. That was a exactly. Little, that was, so you think exactly. that's the that's the the the, the yeah. that's the that's the tell that it was a calculated. Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna let. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I'll go with that. Uh, let's keep going. We don't yeah, think it's we're, enough. We're having good time. You seem upset. Yeah, I, I kind of am. Why? Oh. I, it's just upset. Are you going to be upset? Kind of. Why? Oh, no, don't, I'm Beth. very shy right now. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, Beth. <laughs> Honey, what? You look great. 
Look at you. She can't even look. She wants to turn the magazine over. This is fun oh, to dear. watch. Look at, these, <laughs> look at these two sweet kids. <laughs> I think I think you should be proud of the magazine. He calls it puppy love. <laughs> you should be proud. John's breaking out in a rash. Don't you think you should be proud? <laughs> Oh my goodness! She's gonna be all right. She's fine. She's just, she's just uh, overwhelmed seeing the. I'm, I'm excited. See, see, see now. I mean, look how cute she is now. Yeah. She's hiding behind his hair. You can't even see her. That's what it helps. Yeah, guys. Keep in mind, guys. John is still there, but he's about to be off the show. This is uh, so he's a couple of years away from leaving the show. But he was perfect in this, and later on, you'll understand why I, cl- I clipped this. Um, so. Uh, are you guys as uncomfortable listening to this as I am? Because yes. it does seem like yes. she's there. He's allowing you're, you're right, Sam. He's allowing this to go way further than it has to be. And she probably didn't want to come on to begin with. This yeah. is very cringe. This is this is why we don't like her. Uh, but you don't feel sorry for her in the slightest. Um. No, because she knows what this was. She knew what she was gaming mm-hmm. and she said, yes, mm-hmm. you could say no. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to be Howard Stern's wife. You don't love him. Who the fuck would love that? I agree with Sam 100 um, percent. But with this clip and again, I still agree with Sam how can you sit there and say that this guy is supporting her when he's laughing at her? Yeah, he has hyenas <laughs> around her. She's like a doe. Like, I just don't feel you look great. They're all fucking cackling like little fucking rats. <laughs> Robin like, did too early on. How can, very- you, how can you sit there and go, these guys are all supporting her and backing her, which is the message Howard's trying to give you. They're obviously not. They're ripping her fucking down. They're laughing at her. They're snickering at her. Like, I, I think she's insecure here. Well, I well, still yeah. kind of stick with that. I agree with. OK, so there's two variables. One is I think that she's the insecure person coming to, you know, a high school lunch table who's feeling like she's being made fun of in mm-hmm. this moment. Mm-hmm. But then there's this other variable where it's I don't think she was genuine for why she got into this relationship with Howard. I think it's a bearded relationship. And so because the underlying pinnings of their arrangement are always there, how can you feel bad for somebody who knows and calculated what they were getting into that uh, that is consistently going for that ring, even though, you know, all of this is a part of Whoa. it. And you don't really love someone. I don't feel bad for. Right. But we, I, I, just, still, I don't think that she knew. What I'm she saying was that there's, into, you know, no, I'm saying that there's these situations where you can look at this and say, yes, this is uncomfortable. Yes, this is but definitely somebody who feels insecure in multiple moments or mistreated mm-hmm. always. But what did you know you were signing up for? And did you calculate this to get this life? Yes. Well, that, you, well, put, that's it. You, you put the money over happiness. Yeah. Well, we also the other thing is we have a, a select group of people that are that are listeners that actually feel bad for her generally because of whatever she's going through now and not, not quite understanding. Like when, when we shit on her, we're shitting on her for 
well, she's part of she's part of the whole contract. It's it's a whole it's a long twenty something year thing now, and it's not about all oh, we worried you know about the animals. Some people are certainly, of course. Some people worried about these one eyed cats that seem to fucking festoon you know, all over her the fucking mansions. But it's more about um, people people getting fed up with the whole ball of wax. That's bullshit. And then understanding what Sam has said that it was her intention to get her hooks in by hook or crook into being Mrs. Stern. And so after that, you're right. Like you're, there is no innocence left. Like you can't go, Oh, she didn't know. Now she knows and she's in it. So she can get out. She can get divorced. She, whatever reason they can make up one, they can split. She doesn't want to do it. So fuck her too. That's you the way I'm coming from. You can isolate all of these situations like this one and say exactly what Bob said. And Definitely hear the insecurity come across. Definitely feel the mean girl school lunch table coming across on the other end. You can feel and hear that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's genuine. But the underpinnings are you're the chick that wanted this. You're the chick that will not leave. You're the person Mm -hmm. that is making sure you get to that aisle in that sloppy fucking dress that looked like a fucking train wreck. That's what you're doing. Again, I'm not even trying to to even elicit any kind of sympathy for it's just what I'm hearing now is someone who signed up for a game that didn't realize how fierce it was, you know, I think and, that's, a, that's and, a good point. And and she signed up for it. And you sign up for it. I get that. And it's a shallow, shitty thing. And she probably did a lot of shitty things to a lot of guys in her life. I'm not even saying that. She cheated on every that. boyfriend. I, exactly. Listen, again, I'm not trying to elicit any sympathy. I'm just saying sometimes people don't realize how fierce the game is that they've signed up for. And I think that right now she's like, yeah, this is for real. Like these guys are fucking hyenas like i'm getting ripped the fuck up right now she wasn't ready for it whether that was right or wrong i'm not even weighing in on that i'm saying what's going on right now in this clip And, and keep in mind this is two years approximately before that sal interview that we did that the the get john's job thing mm-hmm. and she did not get treated any nicer two years later that's four years no. after their supposed beginning of the relationship and it was actually in some ways way worse oh she was way more guarded in that interview she had her pause up and you know she was apologizing for everything it was crazy <laughs> <laughs> all right well look here's the deal the magazine is out. See, look at that picture, Beth. That one is hot, so hot. All right. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> Show her the picture of Benji we'll sweating. We'll take a break, yeah. and you can all look at the pictures again. <laughs> and then, Robin, you can... Uh, here, wait. Let's, let me hear what some people have to say. <laughs> oh, and by the way, he just said right now, he, let's take a break. Doesn't take a break for another fucking 17 minutes, guys. Keep that in mind. <laughs> can totally take a break. Choose and let's not hear to. what other people have to say, even though you're extremely insecure and uncomfortable. Let's, you know, pile yeah. on. <laughs> Tony from Queens. Yes, Billy, go ahead. Hello, how you doing? Yeah. Is this Howard? Yeah. Hey, Howard Stern. This is Billy down in Fort Lauderdale, man. Yeah. I miss I miss you guys up there. Hey, I wanted to let you know the magazine, the, the photo is, is fabulous. I mean, I had to buy two copies of the magazine because I sat my ESPN on top of it 
when I was done rubbing one out all over it, and now they're stuck together. Oh, my. <laughs> See, here's a guy who's already finished himself off to looking at your picture. He ruined one. She's a hot. Hey, I wish you guys the best up there. You know, Howard, you're the man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. <laughs> Chauncey, go ahead. Howard, let me put it this way. In five states, Beth and I are officially married. <laughs> there you go. You can't hear that? Put some headphones on. Unbelievable. People are liking it. Though. Oh, Chauncey got a hold of the magazine. Can I tell you this, That's Howard? That's wrong. Yeah. If you had a signing like you did for your book, Private Parts, in Times Square with that, there would be a riot bigger than you had with, with Private Parts. Yeah. Chauncey's saying he pleasured himself about to this. No. It's yeah. Disgusting. It's not disgusting. It is when it's Chauncey. It really should have been stepping out. I spoke to Chauncey on the phone. I know. So you liked it, Chauncey. It's unbelievable. It's great. She should be very proud. Chauncey's a snake. So, I mean, I've heard him years later in other interviews and everything like that. Mm-hmm. He is not to be trusted. I mean, the yeah. I, I mean, you take him or leave him, I suppose. But if in this particular case, because he wants to fucking kiss up, whatever, you call him, you get him to call up. He goes, he's like, um, he's like silly putty. He'll fit whatever fucking crevice you want to put him in. And um, and and he, when he was doing the stepping out, he would in he would interview Beth often for that stupid magazine of his, and like I'm thinking to myself, if you were a model, would you be anywhere near stepping out magazine? <laughs> I I really think that he um I think that he he positioned himself in a way that he he really wanted to be in the friend zone with Beth like a BFF like mm-hmm. I know Howard doesn't go like to go out to things but I'm a social climbing party promoter to the extreme media promoter to the extreme so I think he really tried to get in the good graces with Beth which he did yeah and I don't I just don't you know trust Chauncey mm. and Chauncey you had no problem just because it was Howard's girlfriend no it makes it all the better oh Chauncey's giving you two sticky thumbs up. <laughs> hey, Beth, like, you, know, you understand the only complaint the guy had was that in the front cover, they just think that you had too much makeup on. That's not your fault. No. Look at no, your no, cover is great. Oh, well, it looks like too much makeup because Beth has what you call hooded eyes. You have to do makeup in a certain way where it makes it look like you have a bigger eye than you do. And the one thing you do not do is do makeup the way that was put on her. That is for a makeup, that makeup was put on her like somebody who has eyelids, not hooded eyes. She so looks like a raccoon. screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> Bob? But what the, f- what the fuck are these compliments anyways? Like some random guy called from Florida, said he came on one of the covers and then... <laughs> This other guy is like ranting and raving. Like, is there a very charmed, like, you know what I mean? Reviews of it. Like, well, I, I wouldn't feel that great about it if I was a model and some guy from Florida was like, oh, yeah, I, I had to get a second copy because I came all over the first one. And then the next guy's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to marry you in all five states. Like, bro, she's not that hot, man. Like, he- Again, like, let just someone be real in this whole it, thing. It's it's not, it's not Naomi Campbell and you know Cindy Crawford calling up to congratulate her. It's not people in her field saying it. It's no. some fucking dirt bag in Miami. <laughs> well, yeah, that's Louis. it. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's, Louis it's a, ruined the cover. He had to get a second one. Yeah, like in between slices, he was, you know, uh, tossing one off to Beth because, you know, the other ma- the the one with Catherine Bell didn't get him off, but the Beth one did for sure. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm sure Linda. Va- I'm sure Linda Evangelista got a lot of those compliments and calls. <laughs> the the, the, uh, the program for the Kentucky Derby really turned me on. Fuck. <laughs> I ain't selling FHM they've ever had. You know what, Chauncey? You should have that tattooed on your back. Yeah. Get that on your back. Really? Get, get what? That's uh, cover. Yeah. <laughs> There's no room, Robert. Well, imagine people start doing that. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, you're you're on the air. Hey, top of the morning, King. Hey, hey! I just like to say that Mrs. Stern looks very beautiful, man. <laughs> She's gorgeous. Uh, and the reason that Mrs. Quivers is very jealous of her is oh because dear, please listen, listen, Robin. I'm I think listening. The, I'm all ears. I think the reason you're jealous is because Howard has a young, beautiful, athletic model. And you're stuck with that 57-year-old old bag at home called Mr. X. <laughs> Damn. But you know something? It's all good, though, Robin, By because... Way, uh, be, hit the nail on the head. Mr. X is doing Playgirl. <laughs> so don't, right. don't... I do believe that at this time, though, uh, anytime Beth gets major time on the show, Robin is fucking annoyed and pissed off. The, the more the more time she gets and the more emphasis on her, it all culminates in, culminates in that 60 Minutes piece where Robin's not in it. And uh, she starts to resent it because also the whole Allison thing and, uh, you know, like Robin has no loyalty to anybody but Howard anyway. But uh, begrudgingly now that all of a sudden this person's becoming more important and she's as a result less important to Howard. Well, if we're going to go QF conspiratorial, I mm. think it's because she knows the truth about Howard. And Oh, sure. This is bothering her. <laughs> <laughs> the whole I'm straight narrative. Like we're like, okay, I wanted to, you know, help you out to a point, but now that this is dominating our show. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's part of it. I don't think she feels threatened at all. Oh, not threatened. Just, just a joke. Just irritated. Like that just irritated the fact that she's being crowbarred into the show. Yes. Yeah. More like that. Not like I, not so much I'm being replaced, but like, my time's being usurped by this fucking person every now and then. I'll, I I'll, tell like you, I'll tell you one thing I don't buy that all the people call in. You're secretly attracted to Howard. She knows Howard is about as beta male as a fucking comp. She has no attraction to this guy. No, she knows no, that he, he is a complete psychopath. She doesn't. She has no secret attraction to this dude. I, I want to dispel that right now. That's they're not even. Yeah, it's that's a made up thing. Yeah. Yeah. She dated Jim Florentine, who I've hung out with multiple times. That is as alpha male as you can get. Like he's a guy's guy. He has, you know. Yeah. No, he is nothing like Howard. So she, if that's yeah, what she's there's... attracted to. The kind of guy who's like, I like what I like. And what do you notice in that relationship? Robin went over to do things that he liked. Goes to rock shows, wears rock t-shirts. She was doing all that shit. Going (laughs) to family parties in fucking Jersey. You mean mean, she's into... She's into guys that that don't... You mean she's into guys that don't have other guys pick out their underwear for them? Yeah, when... (laughs) When Robin dates Nosferatu, then maybe someone will have a fucking point. But until then, I don't buy it at all. There's no secret love there. No, she's not attracted to him at all. I, 
I she think knows in the early the days, is. I think in the early days, like way, way, way back, there might have been something because, but that would have been her looking for some kind of father figure, like help. I need someone with some confidence because I don't have any of my own. Because she seems to acquiesce towards anybody, any of those alpha type females, for example, that have their own shows. She's intimidated by them. The Oprahs, the Wendy Williamses, and I, I think it's the same with men. When Mister X came into the picture, he was the one wearing the fucking pants in that in that relationship. Oh yeah. So she's ready. She she talks a, she talks a game a, a bad game to be honest. And when she you know is found out, you can you can see all this shit. Um, I think they they cut it off with her because they can't fucking stand her. So uh, she's mm. uh, you know as as powerful as she'd like you to believe. I believe everybody else holds the fucking cards on her. So um, at any rate, except for the underlings, of course. So let's continue. Don't even think about that. <laughs> Way you're on the air. Hey, listen, I just wanted, uh, I, I was hoping Gary would, like, rescue Beth. Uh, he's usually the only voice of uh, compassion Where and reason. Gary? Well, what, what, what did she need to be rescued what, what from? Happened? What do we well, do? Beth, I mean, I feel so bad for Beth. She seems so embarrassed right now. And, and that's just plain old, uh, she's just being humble. I mean, if she came out on the show, everybody's talking she, to her about her pictures yeah. looking hot. And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm all that. No, she's very humble. I mean, she is. I know. Yeah, what and are we I, saying bad what, to her? But we're that, not saying well, that's, that's what's that's what's kind of sad right no, look now. Look at Sir what, Lancelot on the phone. You know who you remind me of? She's you remind me of the actor Matthew Modine who tried to move in on my. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. Could just yeah. Feel for her. Yeah, how's that sound, say? Having a hard time. Artie and everybody. I mean, those guys are typical. I understand that, but Gary should have jumped in there and saved her. I think. Typical what, sir? <laughs> How dare you? They love the pictures. <laughs> yeah, what did they say wrong? Please, this is ridiculous. Crazy. You're a very beautiful woman, Dominic. On the air, you look outrageous. You saw the pictures? I got it just a little. I go to Queens to get it. My driver, <laughs> he's he's supposed to be in court. <laughs> I'm look back. You look well, and you notice he cut that other guy off. Um, like while he because he was going to disrupt and disrupt a narrative that he wanted to keep going. And of course, Dominic's going to call in. What do you think Dominic's going to say? I yeah. mean, he's going he's going to ass lap like usual, but you're right. Um, he he was cutting off a narrative that. Bob astutely pointed out where she genuinely in this specific situation, whether we feel bad for her or not, because we look at it as a whole and then we can look at fragments of the whole. This is a fragment where she's definitely uncomfortable and insecure. Do I think that she like that her personality has always been and consistently been the type that uh, acts like this? And doesn't act overconfident? Yes. But do I think in the beginning that this was mean spirited and uncomfortable and somebody should have stuck up for her? Possibly. I think they knew that that this was coming and this guy had a point. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Look how outrageous. You look beautiful and I love the cover. Don't listen to anyone else. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Dominic knows. He's uh, on top of this. Dominic thing. seen me in the flesh. Yes. That's right. Beth. Outrageous. Right. Which, uh, which picture was Beth shaking her head about? She doesn't like any of them. Really? She, because she, that's people are tough on themselves. She's super critical. There's that's one right. in particular that needs some airbrushing. Oh, please. Let me see what uh, she has wait a, a second. problem with. I gotta see uh, that. My favorite I'm is... I'm not gonna point it out to people because it's... <laughs> Ed, you're on the air. Let me look at it. I haven't even I taken have a close look. Yeah. All the months that uh, you started seeing Beth, out of uh, respect for you, I didn't even look at any of the pictures. I figured it's your private life. She sounds adorable and makes you happy. But in five minutes, I'm going to go buy that magazine. Nice. And then you're going to have a good these time, guys, aren't you? These guys from FHM are 
I, I, they got to be thrilled. I mean, that's going to be the biggest selling absolutely. magazine ever. Everybody wants to see what the hell I'm dating. <laughs> oh, man. That, but see? <laughs> see what he just did, though? Everybody wants to see what the hell I'm dating, yep. which means nobody specifically wants to see you, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Language, language is important. It's all about him. NPD. Oh, yeah. man. NPD people, language, are like fucking lawyers, man. And... Sorry, sorry, Bob. I'm I'm a big person that believes, you know, everybody needs evidence. I get that. And I'm one of those people. But I'm a big person that believes in if there's smoke, there's fire. And I seriously doubt that if J-Lo did this cover or Selma Hayek or any of these women during this time, like, do you really need people to call in to reinforce this? <laughs> That's like kind of the yeah the point. obviously it's not that hot if all these people need to call in and go man you look unbelievable if J Lo does that cover in two thousand and two or whenever or uh, Selma Hayek you're like nothing needs to be said it's obviously hot as fuck but like I just I I, I find it funny when people tell on themselves through needing to reinforce this whole area where it's like. Obviously, if all these people are calling in, there might be some discrepancy about it overall. You know, I, I spoke about this with Deborah ages ago. Uh, I can't remember the episode, but it was quite a while ago. And and she, she said something along the lines of he couldn't deal with uh, like and, and you brought it up as well. This episode, Sam, she couldn't deal with someone who is assured and self-assured like Robin Givens because she knows who she is. She knows how hot she is with popping out a kid or two. Didn't change a fucking thing. She's still a fucking smoke show. Angie Everhart. Okay. She goes dating. Uh, she ends up marrying Joe Pesci or having kids with him, whatever. Fine. Whatever. He's a powerful guy in the business, whatever. Fine. But Howard couldn't take someone of that because it, he would, it would forever, he would be looking at like, I shouldn't be with this person. And then he says the same thing about Beth. I never buy it. When he says it about these other women that are super hot, I, I believe him when he says that. But when he says about Beth and she has the, the attitude of, I'm not that, uh, I'm really not that, he needs that. And I don't know how oh, much yeah. of it is manufactured and how much of it is, no, she really is like that. She has that. And he's made her even worse as a result of his NPD that she has to be mm -hmm. like that. He he needs it that way. She has to be that starving, whatever. And, and in lieu of in, in, in light of that comment where he used to say, oh, you know, I, 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 I can't, I, those guys, girls like Nikki Hilton and Paris Hilton, they, they wouldn't go for a guy like me because they don't need my money. That was the most telling thing he ever said. No, well, no, he said those kids, remember. Kid, yeah, he did say kids. That. Those, yeah, he those said kids yes. would never Young girls. Me, which yeah. is really creeps me out. But anyways, go ahead, Sam. Yeah. Well, you look at this in parallel with somebody like, for example, Alec and Hilaria Baldwin, who are in a similar situation. And again, he thought he was going to get some young yogi Spanish baby who needed his money to do his bidding. And even before that, he was he was shopping around marital contracts to supposed women. One of them ended up being a stalker. She presented the evidence about how he presented a contract to her. Gen uh, Genevieve, whatever her last name is. Yeah, she he presented a contract to her and said, I'll give you an apartment. I'll buy you clothes. I'll do this and that. We get married. You have some kids. 
change my image, blah, blah, blah. That didn't work out. He thought he met, she's French or a French Canadian. And then he met Hilaria. So he thought, okay, I can control this narrative. I can, I can mold this person to what I want her to be. And so he projected that image. He didn't know that she was a little bit more, he couldn't control that. He did not know she was as, as insane as she was. He did not realize that he couldn't control so much of it because once she got a little bit of fame, like from a book or from her yoga shit or her interviewing shit, because she also did extra interviews, you know, he didn't realize that she was going to take it so far. And I think Beth was the perfect person for Howard because he could reel it in. Once she got too far out, into going out, into mm-hmm. doing things, he yep. could reel that fucker back in. Yeah. Well, the, and the the Baldwin thing was once he once he sussed her out, when he did, I'm sure he did eventually suss her out, he was too far in. He couldn't lose face by kicking her to right. the curb after building her up as much as he did. Howard's in a similar position unless he does it quietly, really quietly. The Hilaria Baldwin thing, now it's impossible for that thing to be quiet. Um, Bob? Okay, so... I know we're kind of leading into the FHM article, but I do want to say something before we get into it. When Howard met Beth, according to that complete fantasy of an article, they do talk about how that day Howard had her come back to his place. And the way that he describes it is, I don't miss an opportunity when mm-hmm. I see I have someone in my net, I get them. Okay. <laughs> so this is coming back to exactly what you're saying in that these people are predatorial. So they recognize when somebody has a boundary or an esteem or something. He very quickly recognized that she had neither of them. And he right. pounced on it very fast. And I'll say something to any female listening now. Or anyone who has a niece or daughter or anything like that. One thing I have consistently seen with abusive men time and time and time again is they will try to, quote unquote, real women in. They will try to get them to move in with them very rapidly. They will try to get them to have serious relationships with them very rapidly. They will start to date them very rapidly, meaning They don't wait a week or two. They don't wait for another date. They're on it right away. They will have you come over the next day. They will Mm -hmm. talk about you moving in within a week or two. They want you moved in. They they want to set all these basically um, traps so that they can control you. The quicker that they can control you, the quicker that they can overwhelm you. And you really don't know what happens. So. One of the interesting things what we'll move on to in the FHM article is how quickly Howard had her come over the next day and how quickly things escalated from there. And um, that's something that I've really seen with abusive people, particularly men, is they they really move very quick, meaning even the next day they want you to come over and spend the day with them. So. Well, that's that's, something that's, I wanted to say that that's if you believe the story they put forth that, you know, she was, you know, was this time, whatever. Meanwhile, there's the whole narrative that they met years before 
and this this okay. night this night never happened. But the but the but the premise here, what you're talking about, still applies in terms of needing that person to be exactly what he needs them to be in order to propagate a the lie and b facilitate his own NPD. Yeah, that yeah. a predator will recognize this very quickly. A predator, you know, one of the things I can't remember if it was Jeffrey Dahmer, someone like that. <laughs> they said, "How did?" And I, I'm I'm being dead serious because yeah. this is how serious so, someone who's subjected to MPD abuse is. They said, "How did you pick your victims?" And he said, "I pick my victims by the crook of their neck, meaning the way that I watched her walk around, the way that he watched her carry herself." Howard recognizes this in Beth and recognizes what she is, which is why he so quickly jumped on this scenario. And some people might think this is a stretch comparing him to a serial killer, but it's not at all. These people recognize breaks and boundaries. They recognize breaks in esteem. They recognize where they can exploit and not exploit. And Howard saw she has nothing going on for her. She has no autonomy. I can take advantage of this and I get I can get her to owe me, which is essentially the scenario that she's in now to this yeah. day. So And unlike most famous people, he has the platform to narrate the entire situation. So whatever he says you believe because you're a fan. And whatever he says is the narrative because that's the only one in record. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And exactly. The, and exactly the, right. The more he, the more he can make, he can, and the more that person needs them, the more he's got, you know, like you sink their hooks into the, the victim in, in this case. When you, when we talk, when you talk about Jeffrey Dahmer, it's an apt thing, even though he, Howard's not a, so, a uh, he's not a psychopath. Um, he, uh, we, as far as we know, um, but he does have skeletons buried somewhere. Of course, what I find the the most fascinating with the relationship is, even now in 2022, um, there's a disconnect between them. You never, every time they get together, it seems like they're meeting each other for the first time. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and yeah. that's that's something that's palpable. You don't get the familiarity that you see with like, let's say Michael J. Fox and Tracy Pollan who have kids together, obviously, and have been together since, since they, they met basically. Um, or I'm trying to think of long-term couples, Maury, Maury and, um, what's her name? Connie Chung. I mean, they are couples that are so comfortable in the business that if, if it is a scam, it's a really good scam. Cause you don't see anything well, really wrong. The three of us seem more natural if you saw us together than they're they're married for twenty years. I mean, I I I I'll say this much too before we move on. I've been asked before: Are psychopaths worse than narcissistic personality people? True blue narcissistic personality. What Howard has covert. I honestly believe no. And you might sit there and you might go, well, why would that be? Psychopathic people are, are more, more prone to impulsive, violent acts. The reason is simply this. It's the same reason that I believe that alcoholism or addiction to marijuana or low-grade opioids is worse than being addicted to heroin because 
eventually you're going to hit a point with someone who has psychopathy and realize something's wrong. You're going to know something's wrong very early on, even if that person hits you, which is horrible. Most people realize once they get hit, they realize that they're in a relationship with someone who has a personality disorder. Narcissistic personality disorder can go on for decades before someone understands something's wrong with that person. So my yeah. question to you is, do you want to be hit in the face in the first two weeks and realize something is wrong and leave that scenario? Or do you want it to be seven or eight years down the road once you're already married and all of your you know, finances are embedded with this person before you realize something is wrong? Like, it's a very harsh truth, but for me, in a lot of ways, I think it's better to take that upfront abuse and realize very early on something's not right, right with this person. People that well, are in relationships with psychopaths, they know something's not right with this person within a year or two. It would, you know, depend on, it would depend on the degree of psychopathy. So it would be if it's somebody exactly. who if it's somebody who throws you off a balcony and murders you or ties you up and stabs you or shoots you or something like that and ends okay. your life, clearly so here's, that is worse. Here's my but I agree with you in the sense I'm not I don't want to argue this because I want to continue this podcast. I just think that I think that you're right in the sense of it is more long-term abuse that people suffer. It's and insidious. I don't think that the degrees, we are all shocked and awe and aghast at psychopaths because everybody's so shocked by the things that they do, like a Charles Manson or a Jeffrey Dahmer or a Wayne Gacy, because they are such shocking acts. But the level of that happening versus what you're saying, where it's just a punch or a hit or a slap or something like that is less so than what they do in general, psychopaths. And so once you realize that right up front, then you don't have to deal with the long-term abuse. It's something definitely to think about. We'll, well have to do my, an, we'll have to do an episode comparing uh, serial killers to Howard. <laughs> because, well, no, no, I you mean, know what? The one yeah, thing, the one thing that I'll say is that, Psychopaths in general do not murder. The one thing that you find very consistent with people with NPD is they are sadistic. You actually don't always find that with people that are psychopathic. Right. They're they not they, necessarily they, always sadistic. No. They just have a they have a void of fear so they can. Uh, uh, you know, disarm bombs, drive fucking tanks, go into mm -hmm. war, things mm -hmm. like that. But people with MPD universally are sadistic. Yeah. So I'm saying it's it's in a yeah. lot of ways, you know, that's that's just that's my point. But I there, there's definitely two sides to the argument. It's just I feel that, that, you know, it's pretty severe dealing with these people. So anyways, we'll keep going. You know what I mean? Honey. That's the way it goes. My favorite shot what is you. What the hell you're dating? That's right. Yeah. That's how people think. Oh, my goodness. My favorite shot is you and the editor. Uh, what about oh, a who? I didn't see that. Ed. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. A Ed nice, wholesome shot. Ed is so nice. <laughs> yeah, first name basin. It's so nice you couldn't send you an advanced copy of the his magazine. His wife is who interviewed Oh, me. Ed is so nice. Yeah, Ed who no, makes us buy the magazine. I'm not that Ed, so please don't confuse me with that. No. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, thanks. Thank you, Howard. All right. And Beth.
All right, let's go to Chuck. Chuck, go ahead. Chuck? Howard. Hi, Chuck. Howard, I can't stand listening to you Google Gaga over Batman there today. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to hear about this magazine at all? Hey, it's, I, I don't mind hearing about it, but it's just not the same Howard, the man on the radio, listening to you Google Gaga over your, your little honey there. I dig go my girlfriend. Go get the magazine. Yeah, go get the magazine and then tell me if I shouldn't <laughs> be Google Gaga. Yeah. Google yeah, Gaga on over. Hey, give me a freaking break. <laughs> you freaking creep. What are you, a homo? <laughs> what kind of dingy homo are you? And then call us back. Of course you look hot. She's a model, and there you are. Oh, I'm you look fine, honey. You I'm lucky. Yeah, the magazine. Yeah, but, this is but, a great point. She's a but, model. Why do you yeah. need this? Yeah, exactly. And I, Buddy's finally, they could finally, someone has gotten through that's actually drinking the water of reality. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fine, honey. I'm oh, lucky, by the way, hey. I'm lucky that's into me, and I don't want to blow it. Oh, he used to say oh. that all the time. I don't want to blow it. <laughs> you don't want to blow Ralph. But he used to say this all the time, like he was so lucky to get her. But then on the other hand, he'd flip it right around and say, She's my, she, I'm her prize. I'm the prize. Like, what? Hey, narcissistic personality. Holy fuck, man. Like, you know, Jesus. I don't, I don't, I don't want to blow it, but I'm going to provocate these callers that I don't know exactly what they're going to say in it any point can throw a landmine on her self-confidence. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. I hear you. All right. So there you and go. you know what? Adam Carolla sucked. I thought he was brilliant. Adam Carolla sucked. You Artie know nothing. Ass. Artie always kicks ass. But what's it got to do with Adam? I don't know. I just Not a competition. Voice. All right. Thank you. See ya. That guy knows nothing. Everybody's got Not that opinion. you don't kick ass, Artie. No. <laughs> Adam was hilarious. <laughs> Artie, Artie is funny and, and Adam's funny. funny. There's a lot of funny people in the world. And Beth looks hot and Beth H.M. That's it. <laughs> That's the big thing. That's Anthony, it. go ahead. Howard. Yeah. Wait a minute. Was he trying out Adam Carolla versus Artie? Uh, no, this is a, Artie's got the job at this point. I Wait, think Artie, but at, Artie at had some go, point, think, Adam think, Carolla was being tested. with. Oh, yeah, he was part of that group of people that sat in. Okay, so I'll tell you why he didn't get picked. It's because Adam Carolla is smarter than Artie and not weak. And he comes from a stock of mental strength. Like he, if you listen to his show, he is uh, not swayed in opinions of popularity. And he also he's, doesn't kiss ass. No, he's type A. He's, 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 abs he's everything that Howard wishes he could be actually uh, without, you know, with less money, obviously, but probably he's doing just fine for himself these days. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. But see, see, this is what I'm saying with Beth and, and Sam brings it up again. Adam Carolla is his own person. He has his own boundaries. Right. He has his own thoughts. He has he can't be controlled. They don't want that, man. Mm -hmm. People no. in PD, all those things are like, ah, I don't want this dude. I want someone. I want a girl. I want a guy. I want. Yeah, I want I want somebody who has no boundaries, who's weak minded, who I can fucking control. That's everybody on Howard's fucking set. Right. That's his wife. That's who Artie was. That's who Robin really is at the end of the day. But Artie would have flashes of, you know, having these boundaries. But again, 
Howard's looking at Adam that same way while I'm saying he's not going to select Beth that same way. Someone with boundaries and autonomy, no way. Like, like those two, like the two women we Robin mentioned earlier. And, yeah. Exactly. They're, he doesn't want that. No he way. He ha- already had the nuanced flashes, and they were palpable and explosive when he realized them. Adam would have had those nuanced thoughts that would have made Howard look stupid yeah, and yep. not go along with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, and the other exactly. thing is, uh, I, and I th- you, you talk about control and that, that whole, the two part thing we did on, um, God, what's his name? Stussy, the, um, mm-hmm. yes. uh, the, the guy yeah. that left. And, um, yeah, yeah. and, and, and the fact that he was so fucking vicious about this guy leaving that arc of control that what would that be like in 2022? Let's say if Wilding decided he's leaving just like that and didn't have a job lined up. How vicious do you think Howard would get? If, if no one if no one was really curtailing him, I mean, probably like the abuse would be undeniable at that point. You is know, bad or be, worse? Even, is bad, even, sorry, even, with, even with that guy, though, with that, what's his name? Sussy or Stussy? Yeah. Like. I, I listened to that show. I'd never even heard of that dude. And like the level of abuse that guy took, like now, man, oof, I, I couldn't even imagine. He's so desperate now and his abuse is so severe. I couldn't imagine what he would go through. I, I imagine it would be similar to what Ronnie got that whole year of mm-hmm. leaving. And he didn't even leave. Worse. It was like it was like, oh, I'm going. It's almost like you should have told him when you left. Not the day of the day of, or even just fucking leave a note saying, by the way, I'm no longer your limo driver. Yeah. <laughs> and go. So uh, mm-hmm. anyway, I, I just, I'm just fascinated by that, that concept. And anytime somebody does leave them. So a uh, sussy, by the way, not stussy, my bad guys. Sorry. My, I'm a little sussy nine today. Yeah. I'm out here in California and I just got the uh, magazine yesterday. Uh-huh. Beth is amazing. I don't understand what. <laughs> what are you the last one to get the magazine? Wait, you don't understand what she's doing with me? No, 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 not at all. See, I compliment you. You're, why she's upset, I think. You're the man. I mean, he doesn't understand why you're upset. Oh. <laughs> what are you upset? Hey, Beth, can I ask you a question? About, is he a good-looking guy? Who? Oh. Howard. Oh my God! I tell him every second. Uh, Does it look like he would slap the yarmulke? Oh, oh my God. God. John! How dare you! What did I say to you this morning? What did you say? I forget. Look <laughs> how beautiful you are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Love them laughing about it. <laughs> oh. The How beautiful John, you are. John might be a wet brain piece of shit these days, but at least at that time he was able to fucking throw a little throw a little curveball in the in the mix sometimes. Jesus God, I miss that. <laughs> Shut up, John. Oh, Stupid ass. He said you were magnificent. Thank you, baby. I told no, oh, I, 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 listen. God, John, you were slapped with an ugly stick. <laughs> Wait, I believe, I believe that she really looks like he's the hottest guy. This woman, well, why do you snicker like this that? This woman <laughs> turns me on like no other. What did I tell you last night, baby? I can't say that on the radio. Did I talk dirty last night? No, you fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, but of oh, okay. <laughs> God, hmm. that narrative it fucking crumbles like a house of cards with the Ooh. slightest push. <laughs> Did I give you a bang o'clock? No, no, you were blowing Ralph. Oh, shit. Sorry. I, wrong day. Uh, you Fuck. were sleeping, you fucking <laughs> retirement home fucking loser. 
<laughs> you knocked out after a drumstick at dinner. You you were done. He fell asleep. Drumstick. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. In his sleep. Yeah, no, of course not. Oh, they could have been the ice cream drumstick. Do you guys get that in the states? The drumstick. Of course. I used to love those. Yeah. Oh, me, me too. God, I miss them. God, can't get them over here. <laughs> I was talking dirty. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Beth, who's better looking? Brad Pitt or Howard? Howard. Uh, wow. she, she knows who's better looking. <laughs> She's in love, man. John, you were slapped a blubber stick. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about this with Raven, how he always used, oh. used to use, he still uses the Brad Pitt. I don't know if he has it so much anymore, but he goes, that guy's hot. That guy's like as hot as Brad Pitt. I keep waiting for him to go even older and go like, man, that guy's hotter than Methuselah. <laughs> like these old references. Sean Connery. <laughs> He's a regular Valentino. Jesus Christ. Who's hotter, Brad Pitt or Howard? Are you fucking for real, man? Right. Well, I'm not even gay. I know that. I know that fucking Brad Pitt's a goddamn. You're like in high school picking Marilyn Manson over Justin Timberlake. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> John was slapping Xanax. See, she thinks I'm handsome too. Thank you. Well, that's why she thinks I'm handsome. <laughs> Thank God she thinks I'm handsome. Thank God for that girl. Uh, All right, one last call, Pat. Go ahead. She's a saint. Yes. Pat. Yes. Hi, Pat. The, how you doing? Hi. Just got the magazine cover. It's absolutely beautiful. I don't know oh, what you guys are talking you. about. Look at this magazine flying off the stand. Nice. Honey, look at your body on the cover of that. Nice little yeah. panties. And <laughs> What is that shirt all unbuttoned with your boobs hanging out? And by the way, guys, uh, the, I don't know what that was that was beeped out. It was something she said, but I couldn't make it out based on how she was mumbling into the mic. So if you guys want to replay it and let us know what you think she, it was said or ble bleeped out, please do in the comments. Thank you. Thank you, too, for keeping Howard happy. Exactly. Uh, I mean, what, don't I do Howard. some happiness? Absolutely. Two years, Beth and I know each other. <laughs> You're the best, man. Thank you. Her privates look really good, too. Oh, well, no, I'm saying oh, in the cover, there's no moose knuckle. Or there's no moose knuckle. <laughs> moose knuckle. <laughs> I haven't heard that in ages. So imagine like a regular model, like, again, like a Kate Moss. Uh, oh, fuck. Imagine a Christy Turlington listening to this. Right. Any one of these, uh, any one of the, the what were, there was the five of them, right? The top, the five. Oh, yeah. And then they, they had the Trinity. It was all the George Michael models who are like yes. supermodel. You know, Herb Rich shot them and everything. Yes. And the black and white. Just gorgeous. Oh, there's that one. I can't remember her last name. Tatiana. She was in that movie Rising Sun. Uh, she was just fucking unstoppable. Like just stunning, stunning fucking woman. They all were, obviously, but they had five And those favorites. girls were not asking for callers. They were saying, I'm not getting out of bed for less than $10,000 a day. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They, they knew what they were worth. <laughs> they didn't, need, yeah, they didn't like, need to go on Vogue for plugs. The, the Brazilian girls from like Victoria's Secret during this time. Adriana like, Lima. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. They're not fishing for compliments from these fucking losers. Yeah, you which think is Giselle? what these guys are. <laughs> hey, Giselle. Adriana Frank, Lima. <laughs> Frank from. <laughs> Frank from Staten Island wants to tell you what your cover looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Joey from Long Island wants to tell you he bought three magazines so he could jerk off Monday, Tuesday, and yeah. Wednesday. 
<laughs> Jimmy from uh, Virginia Beach came all over the cover. Uh... The, do- the door guy from Joe's Joe's Pub. Wants to- Joe's <laughs> Pub. Frank from Rumcomb. Frank from Rockaway says he can't pull the pages apart. <laughs> you know what was funny? Um, I was just, I just thought of this during that clip. We, we were talking about it when Sal was doing that interview, and he. He asked Beth, he goes, do you think Joey Ramone is attractive? (laughs) (laughs) What a sneaky little prick. I I just thought about that. Who's hotter, Brad Pitt or Howard? Oh, Howard is. (laughs) Joey Ramone. (laughs) That's a big big degree of what you like. (laughs) And so... And it's so funny too because you know what Beth think is thinks is hot because when you heard her talk about her co-star and say he's an incredibly yeah. hot guy, oh okay, so you think that the typical hot guy is the hot guy? So why would you say Joey Ramone? <laughs> and then she said she something said, like, "I knew what she was going. I knew what he was trying to do." <laughs> she said. It's unfortunate that he's an incredibly hot guy. Like the guy is so goddamn good looking. It's actually like a charity case. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunate. Well, they did a bit one time about they had an intern come in. All the interns I thought already was hot. Like uh, and already was doing a bit about. He said, "Look, if I'm your type, you know, and and you, you all these guys that you pick, like talk about Dana at the time. She said, oh, so and so is really handsome, but she says I'm her type. Uh, shouldn't you be like, you know, shouldn't you have a fetish for Mel, the cook from Alice, or you know, like when you go to a bar, you, I better not see you with an overweight cook." <laughs> and then, and then all, I was like, look she's really into Newman from Seinfeld I remember that <laughs> there are people though like I, you have a type like you could tell yeah. what you date like I don't like Typical hot looking guys, like the guys who are those Cosmo underwear, models. Underwear models. Does not yeah. compute with me. I like guys that look a little crooked that will beat you with a lead pipe and put your body in the trunk. I mean, what can I say? You know what I mean? I like mob looking guys. That's my type. Like I like but if, that. But if uh, I like a bigger around. nose. I like a bigger nose that looks like it got broke at one point, but you right. didn't fix it. Slightly and mashed in. Bigger. Like, I don't like muscular. I like bigger guys who look like they can carry themselves well. And I don't like that. So I wouldn't say if that guy's, oh, such a hot, un- unfortunately. You have you have a type. A type is, you. It's you know, it's literally you could, if you go through the list of people you've seen, you've been, you've dated or whatever, you'll probably find a, a common line throughout them. Like I know Bob has said it many Real, times. Oh, I like Hispa- his, Hispanic women, right, Bob? That's yes. your thing? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Well, all, like all a- men should like Hispanic women. Yeah. yeah. It, a, re- a real a man, little- yeah, Absolutely. A Real little bit r- rigid. I like <laughs> rugged, rigid looking, weathered looking, somewhat, you know, weathered no. but polished, lived life kind of right. look. Well, hey, Sam, <laughs> really if, you're, if your fiance is like double parked behind me, I'm 
gonna let him take his time, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna go and push. You on him. should, but like you the, should. These... I've seen him. I've seen him drive after people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna push on that guy. But anyways, what I I think with with the funny thing with Beth is I just don't think she spends any time around. Like, I had a friend who who went to U of C Law, University of Chicago Law when Obama was actually a professor and we used to go to parties down there and like these girls had just never seen anyone with like any testosterone, you know, ever. And, um, but like, I kind of <laughs> get that vibe from Beth is like, Oh, I'm not around guys that look like this ever. Like, I, I think that that was her whole thing. Like she's spending all this time around Howard, who's not a good looking guy, you know, like, yeah, so she's I gonna mean, go for this stereotypical pretty guy, but <laughs> it's gonna be like me. I don't know. Me and you, Bob. It's like we said. We said, uh, you know what? Look, uh, fuck, fuck Paulina Porchkova, Rosie O'Donnell. That's our thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, like that's not obvious, and that's the thing that this show would have, like, in '96, '93, they would have goofed on him for this bullshit. He would have goofed on him for this bullshit. Any one of those guys that got divorced and then married some hot model, he would have fucking railed them. Then when he becomes that, there's no mea culpa. There's no look. I am that asshole. Never once, never once I, did I, he apologize for it. Again, I, I brought it up with Sam when we were kind of off camera, just like. Why not just own it, bro? Yeah. Like, we all know what it is. Like, yeah. I, we all know you got a million billion dollars. You Dating a girl 30 years younger than you, you're <laughs> not the first, bro. Like, a lot of guys have done this. Like, You host a new company. You got a bunch of money. You're yeah. nouveau riche in a sense, and you're fucking pathetic. Yeah, let's keep going. Uh, you just take this down. Moose level knuckles level. when you can see the line. Look the at pansy. John's face. You'll see moose knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> get a moose knuckle in his face. No, she looks real right. Yeah, no, no moose knuckle, honey. <laughs> see? <laughs> no camel toe. No. Yeah, no cam yeah camel toe is for women. But the when I heard what it was for men, like when the guy's pants are really tight and you see his nutsack, I heard it's called almond joy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I heard that. I read that somewhere ages ago when they were talking about camel toes, and it was some forum. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I you don't yeah. have to explain it. I know. What no, you mean. I'm saying like that's where I read somewhere, and I couldn't stop laughing because I only know that that chocolate bar from now. Every time oh, I look man. at that chocolate bar, I'm thinking, oh Jesus, you can't have that. You've oh, ruined. Wow. You've ruined 20 years of marketing. Um, let's keep going. I'm gonna tell. <laughs> I was turned on till John said moose knuckle. <laughs> yeah. Holy Christ. <laughs> yes, Jeff, you're on the air. <laughs> Hi, yes. I'd just like to say that she looks fantastic. Oh, my. Yeah. And, and that's... I, and you're gay? Yeah. Yes. She's got... I mean, uh, first of all, I like her ass. I mean, that's the best part. My biggest complaint. There's no... But, I mean, if she's got... She's got the full package, I think. Yeah. She's good. But there's no ass shot of her. Like, she, like there's no, nothing from behind. That's her... And, well, what do you, don't girls get to take a picture of her ass from behind? Yeah, just don't look through Playboy every anytime, Howard. The one, the ones that you left unopened while you were fucking your buddy Alan over chess. Um, the, the like, yeah, you're supposed to have at least a side shot. Most of hers are all pretty much the same shot. I wonder why? Because she's got an ass like a fucking eleven year old boy. Because she's built like Jack Skellington. I don't know. <laughs> God, that that was that was someone else posted. I posted on a Patreon about your comment in part one, uh, Bob, about how she like the angles, ninety degree angles and one hundred and eighty degree angles. <laughs> yeah, every, everything's a square or rectangle. Yeah. Like when yeah. I look at a woman, I don't. 
think like is this how rectangular and square is she right you know like, she's a, she's a fucking bento box i mean it's it's horrible so a well bento box. <laughs> i mean i'm trying to think she, she's <laughs> built, she's built like <laughs> a, a takeaway a lunch. polish bento box you're right <laughs> yeah Hollylanders. <laughs> yeah, maybe Hollylanders. <laughs> right, hey, thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Howard. All right. All right. Well, there it is, Robin. Everybody has voted. Robin's going to read the article on the air. <laughs> oh, where no. you discuss our relationship. <laughs> yeah, can you do that? Well, I'm anxious to, that's I'm anxious to hear that myself. That's going to be the news segment of the show in the 9 o'clock hour. I think Beth should read the article. Uh, no, Beth would not read it. That's going to be on book in books on tape. Yeah. Yeah. FHM's on tape. <laughs> Are you pleased? I'm embarrassed, honestly. I'm on a scale really of 1 to 10, how do you think they came out? Uh, yeah, I don't know, on a scale. She's very shook up. This this is, okay. no, you know what? This is like all Three great writers one. think they're bad, like right. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Right, that's you know, it. I mean, that's this is, it. This right. is what it is. So, Carol, you're on the air. You're a humble genius. Hello? Yes, Carol. I just want to let your girlfriend know how how lucky she is and she should be very proud that you hold her in such high esteem exactly oh what a nice girl yeah well, thank you for well, thank you for saying that what okay. do you think about howard i think she should be very very proud and, and don't think about anything else i'm sure that the pictures are wonderful I'm they very are proud. they really I'm, are beautiful pictures. i'm very proud you know what you're a nice woman how about five hundred dollars for you? <laughs> we have to pay you for that compliment. No, they're not. She's not hot. Why? If she's hot, why do you have to pay someone to say she's hot? Holy shit! Why do you have to pay oh, someone to you say just, she's hot? You just imagine somebody sent the note. Will sent the note through saying, "Howard, this woman will uh, say Beth's hot for five woman, bucks." It was probably Will's mom. Yeah. Please call in and say oh, this. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, now mind you, they had no shortage of people who wanted to call in back in two thousand two. Loads of people would have tried. I, I'm just but, saying that. But yeah, Jesus Christ, the fuck. When have you ever heard him give five hundred? Not for that, Jesus Christ! You're pulling teeth to get five hundred bucks out of Captain Captain Cocktober, uh, and and those days, and of course, that five hundred bucks was coming out of you know Rob Zombie's new movie House of Wax. Five hundred bucks, it's never coming out of his pocket. <laughs> courtesy of courtesy of fucking Steven Singer's jewels. Anyway, let's keep going. Oh, I can't pay $500 the other day. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'd like to give you $500. Uh, courtesy of the new movie, 40 Days and 40 Nights. It began as a bet. No sex for 40 days. How oh, long could you last? You're not here? giving it. You're giving it courtesy of 40 Days and 40 Nights. So of you course. had it in your back fucking pocket like a fucking card counter holding an ace. You fucking <laughs> shark. He's going, can you go 40 days without sex? You and Beth's raise your hand. I can. Shit. I can. <laughs> Fucking Texas Hold'em crooked fuck. Everywhere Friday. You're a nice woman. Thank you. I can give you a thousand dollars. Raylene. All right. I have to take a, a break. Beth, you okay? Yes. All right. You look great. She'll be fine. They're, they're awesome, Beth. Yeah. And uh, listen, a lot of guys. Yeah. I, I don't want to think about that. It's not gonna. How does it make you feel? It's one's... not gonna happen. It already has. It already happened. How does it make you feel? The one. I don't want to think about it. What are you like? Are you a model? Like what? This comes off like somebody who was, you know, a Jeffrey Epstein victim 
picked up out of the, their fucking trailer park and yeah. just did this and then they're getting this flack that's what she sounds like well she's a model robin's a race car driver uh i guess ronnie's security and ralph is a stylist so yeah she's a model uh bob that was a point that i think fillmore and i brought up quite a few times in the beginning of this was just like if this is a model why would they be reacting this way that's it you know, no, why like would a she model be reacting is... this way yeah, that's what we were saying. We were like, okay, if she has all this experience and she did all this shit that Howard's always said, then why would she be reacting like this? Like, well, the, you the have other good thing photos, is, she had bad photos. She had yeah. good things. She had bad days. Like, that's what a professional. She's acting like a prom is. queen who took yeah. a bad picture for the yearbook. You she's fuck. Like, she's acting like a prom queen who sucked off the entire football team and wants to know if they still respect her. No, this is what I think. She was, let's say she didn't have, well, we know she didn't have any fucking modeling career, but let's say she did like bathing suit modeling, whatever, where you constantly got to be like in semi, you know, a bathing suit. There's very little clothing involved. You should, at least on the basis of that, for swimsuit modeling, let's see, local stuff, should still have more than enough confidence to be in a magazine like that, especially knowing what they do to make those things print ready, or in this right. case, what they failed to do. So there's no reason a real model ever gets like that, at least verbally. Like inside, maybe she's feeling, ah, eh, you know, I didn't like it because I hate all, I always hate how I look, oh, that kind this? of thing. But you would never drag it out this much. No, and this reaction is completely, I think, genuine of the discomfort. And I see this as because you look at her modeling career and what we can dig up is who's judging fucking Ames catalogs, true story and some hair. <laughs> oh, fucking, true story. You know, and some hair goddamn catalogs in a, you know, somebody's <laughs> hairdressing thing in goddamn Hoboken. Nobody cares. You know, so nobody's really judging her modeling career. Well, that's not a hey, Sam, this Sam. From this national standpoint. Sam, that's not true because Howard told us that he got a call from FHM. Do you remember this? Yeah, uh, yeah I, I know. They got it. He said, Sam, the story is she got, a, it on the she got a call from from FHM. <laughs> Apparently, they were going through some old Ames catalogs and catalogs. <laughs> they said, we need to have this girl. We must have Just her. so happens, Sam. Just so happens that's Howard's girlfriend. They threw out a contract when they reached out to her. The thing is, she never got paid for it. You know, that's kind of the curveball <laughs> yeah. here. So the feathered moos. So, or no, well, let's, she, let's, they, they offered her she wouldn't accept the money. That was, oh, she that didn't was, accept oh. the money. <laughs> right. Sam, so what happened was is these talent agents were going through old Ames catalogs, J.C. Penny, True Story. They were looking through all these hot girls <laughs> on these covers. They said, oh, we need this girl here. They go, what girl? They go, this kind of plain Pittsburgh girl. I don't know this fucking chick. They go, oh, I think that's Howard Stern's girlfriend. They said, oh, okay, let's make her an offer. We have to have her. We need to have this girl. We have to have her. We're gonna. I'm just going off what Howard said. I'm just yeah. going off what Howard said. Uh -huh. They said we have to have this girl from the Ames catalog. She has no other credentials. We've never mm -hmm. seen her. She's not even that good looking. And then so when they approached her, Howard brokered a deal. 
Howard yeah. set it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's what happened. That's how this whole thing. And to further illustrate her hotness, we sandwiched her between Mariah Carey and Catherine Bell, or Salma, uh, yeah. on either yeah. side of the month. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Yeah. right in front of you right now. I hope my mom thinks these are okay. That's what I'm worried about. Oh, worried you about your mom? Yeah. Why would your mom not like these? Well, she doesn't like seeing me like I know, because she's like, a mom. Are you, are you only I like spread open. <laughs> your legs spread open. <laughs> Why? My, my mom loves seeing me with my legs spread open. Yeah. I hope your mom thinks they're okay. Oh, God. Jesus oh. H. Yeah, my I mom lo- would love that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom doesn't care. Your mom would love them. My mom, my, my dad already bought two copies. He's already uh, pleasured himself for That's times. the problem. Your father is now yeah. with the magazine. <laughs> my Mr. Stern. My dad already pleasured himself. He told me. He called me last night. It was a five tissue uh, night for him. That I- yeah, that's humor. I don't doubt that. I don't Cross-dressing care. Ben. Well, he does like going to the track. Well, she talks know. about... She Do you want to know when your parents a... are jerking off? Anyone? No? Okay. No. Of course not. But in the article, she talks about wearing uh, lingerie, which probably Ben is interested in. So he probably read that article and jerked off to it, apparently. Yeah, on his way to OTB. I think would be sick. Yeah. Has your father ever commented on how hot Beth is? No. no. no my dad's not like this. You don't have that kind of relationship with him? No. He's I know no, my old man, if I was dating someone like that, would have been like, hey, 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 let me, oh, let me buy you a beer. Fun. He'd be high-fiving yeah, you, right? <laughs> what you say? Howard's father's very proper. Uh-huh. Yep. A, no, he is, actually. I'm he's not. a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> he's not that much. Like Except when he's yelling at you. He's not so gentle. Yeah. Gentle giant. Gentle Ben. He's nice to you. He's nice to women. Oh, he's wonderful. Yeah, he's got a problem with guys. <laughs> All right, listen, we're gonna take a uh, we're gonna take a break, no. and we'll be back. We have. A- he's got a problem with his idiot son, yeah, who misrepresents and reframes truths to fit a narrative that works for his fucking huge compounded lie of a life. Fuck off. Yeah, huge show for you today. Uh, Al Goldstein's going to come in and talk about his court case because he, he, it makes no well, sense. You know what? When I heard all this stuff that he was doing, I said, he's trying to pull a Larry Flint in the courtroom. Yeah, he yeah. had a mellow out. Yeah. I'll, even, I'll have Big Al uh, look at your magazine, Beth, and evaluate it. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I'll have well, Al Goldstein, the, uh, the, the, the editor of Screwed, Screw Magazine, who advertises fucking like trans, trans, <laughs> trans prostitutes in the back of the magazine <laughs> to evaluate your fucking, yeah. your fucking spit. He, We're gonna t- <laughs> he's a real Gianni Versace. <laughs> this no, guy will that. really give me the lowdown here, ah. dude. Now, now I'm just thinking of that Gilbert. <laughs> he is not guilty. <laughs> Doing Dracula Godfrey. He's a real liar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a whole agenda planned, and then all of a sudden, Benji told me that uh, my girlfriend Beth's uh, magazine was out FHM, and that caused about two hours of discussion. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the show yet. Robin's over there giggling and laughing about my relationship because they interviewed her. Uh, Is it that funny? Well, mostly it's boring. Good. You know what? Actually, the funny part was John, Artie, and Casey and I trying to have a conversation while you and Beth were sort of canoodling. Well, Beth... Which is tough. I know you were trying to talk her off the ledge. Beth was like, I don't even... I don't know why I did it. She was really upset that she had you know, been undercover and everything. It was kind of overwhelming for her. And I said, uh, you know, you got to get used to it because 
You did it. You did it. There. But uh, get used to it, honey. I paid for this shit. Start posing. Start spreading. Mm. Or get used to get used to the fact that I am going to spin this however I want to spin this, and I'm going to let a population of people, even though you agree to this because you want to. Now, think of this, too. She's just a girlfriend at this point. She's not a fiancé. She's not a wife. So he owes her nothing at this point. But he's putting her in these positions like a puppet in some sense. Like, she's a willful participant. She's agreeing to it. But these other aspects of agreeing to such a thing, such a photo shoot... And having her on the air, having these callers call in, having this blasted like this, I don't think she realized what this totally entailed. Do I not think she sucked it up at the premiere of her photo shoot? Because she had parties for this, okay? So she had FHM parties. She had red carpets. She liked the wine, the life, the champagne, the luxury of all of this that's going on. But I don't think... She signed up for the type of battering you get with this show. Yep. 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 You're right. You're right. Yeah. She didn't know how much came with the dinner. Knew. You know, I told her I loved her and that's what's important. She, oh. you know, and what? She thinks you're not going to love her anymore? No. I just wanted her to know that I'm there for her. Can't say it yeah, after you're like you're not That's the time. You, that's the time. I read this in Cosmopolitan. Okay. This is what you do. I had no Wait, idea. Does Mr. X ever tell you he loves you when you're no. feeling down? No. No. How it's answering. You, you read that. You read this in Cosmopolitan. Were you married for like twenty something years or whatever the fuck you were married? Hey, you, Fillmore. You know all those Cosmopolitan articles you've read. Haven't you read a lot of those as a guy? I was too busy reading Better Homes and Gardens and Red Book. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I, I was getting uh, fucking gardening examples. What the fuck is he talking about? Well, actually, I, can, I, can, oh, I, believe, serious, I believe he read Cosmo because it's all about how to please oh, your man. I do, too. <laughs> no, I believe that he's preying on the psyche of women who read Cosmo who think this is a guy who reads things I read. So he's going to understand. I don't think he reads Cosmo. I think that he pretends that he reads Cosmo because he knows this is something in the zeitgeist of women who think that if somebody read this as a man, they would understand where I come from. If you've been married for all these years and you need to fucking read Cosmo, you need to throw yourself out the nearest fucking window. Well, you think I don't believe he reads Cosmo? I'm just kidding, Sam. I'm just teasing. There's a car parked behind yours, Bob. Bob, it uh, it's not moving anytime soon. Um, <laughs> I don't have a car. Well, uh, do, I, do, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I. You know, I've said this a few times. I have these headphones that have like a fucking built-in subwoofer. This guy's low end is cranked so fucking high. Yeah. It is unfucking believable, man. Like. I guess during this time, we all kind of had the same headphones, but like I'm listening to it now and it's like it sounds like a fucking thunderstorm coming, dude. Yeah. You know, I get a migraine from this sometimes like my my headphones, like sometimes when I'm hearing his voice, there is something about it that triggers where 
I feel in my head and I go like this a lot and I like rub along my your, uh, along your sinuses. I feel like a headache is coming. Yes, yeah. I can feel it happening. And it's this bass in his voice that's artificial that I can hear in for whatever reason the reverberation and the vibes in the headphone make me start having a headache. Yeah. And so I hear a big oncoming storm and Robin is like a pigeon. She's like a squawking pigeon that I hear like running around. I'm like, oh, it's about to rain. That's literally what I think when I hear these clips. I think it's uh, and I'll, I'll throw out a reference for all the uh, the uh, the music enthusiasts. I think Howard's a big fan of Carl Cox uh, with emphasis on the Cox. Really? He's got a real problem. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Sam. It is. It's like a fucking you're a piece of shit throwing out hot dog rolls for seagulls and they're all coming around. That's what it's like. (laughs) Shara, you're on the air. Oh, hi, Howard. I'm a listener. I wanted to tell you the first time in five years I felt the love come from you. I was so impressed with the way that you talk and you made me smile. I'm getting married myself in a month for the first time. And I've just got this glow and this smile about me. And I think that Beth should be absolutely honored about the way that you feel. And I think that she is. And just to have my future husband feel that way about me with just this glow inside of me. that I knew Bob would laugh at least at one point during this thing. Who was that? What the fuck is she talking about? What a good radio show. This is why I listen to Opie and Anthony after a while. I think 40 days and 40 nights had also had, or whatever, six days, seven nights, had another 500 bucks to throw out. (laughs) This is why you could say whatever the fuck you want, but Opie and Anthony got an audience because of shit like this. Yes, absolutely. And as you mentioned earlier. I was one of them. Yeah, well, you going into like like understanding now more after the fact, after seeing what we doing, what we do, that this is just plug bullshit masquerading as content. Who wouldn't turn this off and just go on to something else? Because if you wanted to read the magazine, you get the fucking magazine. You didn't need two hours of this bullshit. And those fearless motherfuckers brought it up and they mocked it relentlessly. And it was fucking gold. You go back to YouTube. I'll have to look what that up. What the fuck is she talking oh. about? What is this call? What is this? Oh, it's just to pad his ego, saying? I suppose. I don't you know. He, oh, all of a sudden, he's, so, father, he's husband of the year. If, he brought if you look year. up any opening <laughs> Anthony clips. Husband of the year. Of, Let's ask Allison about that. Go ahead. Yeah. Ask her as she's fucking rolling in the fucking millions that she claimed from your bullshit. Any listener, YouTube. Opie and Anthony, Beth Ostrowski, Beth Stern, Howard Stern's girlfriend, whatever, you will get Mm. just an avalanche of clips of them chewing him out. Jim Norton, oh my God, it's fantastic. Yeah, I've heard that would radiate forever. There you go. There you go. There's love in the air. That's right. People see it, they feel it. I know, but you were real for the first time to me in five years. I've listened to you for a long time. You've made me laugh and cry, and and it was just great this morning. I caught myself grinning in the mirror as I drove to work almost. Thank long. you. I'm like uh, the new Dr. Phil. Thank you. That's I was right. going to say, why don't you just start doing the view? It's just called Dr. Sarno because everything's make-believe. Uh, go ahead, Sam. You said this was in 2002, right? Yeah, yeah. 2000, uh, March 3rd, I believe. So... Back yeah, I'm sorry, Mar- obvi- sorry, my mistake. March first, guys. Sorry. 
so back then, obviously, he was popular, stuff like that. Fine. Whatever he did on September 11th, really, because a lot of uh, stations were out, he a lot of people weren't broadcasting, they couldn't get news from other places, and because of his affiliates and everything else, he had all these channels running. And so yeah. he was able to like kind of captivate this time. And I feel like he got a lot of new listeners from that, too. So people followed him and you have to go with the mood of the country too. the mood of the country was very like, we have to do something. We have to believe in something. We have to do this, believe in that. And I feel like it enhanced his sort of like soldier following of people because he kind of said the same way Giuliani kind of rode the wave and tend to, you know, used it to stave off. Everybody could use nationalism. Everybody could use like a good patriotic something. But he really beat that drum. And I'm telling you, from that to now, which is not that far off, he had these really like solid listeners of just absolute insanity who were just like, whatever you do, I'm going to love. I'm going to. Yeah, it's a cult. Yeah, for sure. Howard. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> really? Hey, come on. There's many sides to Howard Stern. Oh, boy. I am right. so impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Casey. Yo, how, how can I don't understand. Man. Beth is like one of the hottest girls on the planet, and she looks at that magazine, and she doesn't see that. She just, listen, she's one of those people that is very humble, and she really, uh, I think she's nervous that... I don't know. It's just overwhelming for her. I don't know how to explain it. Look, Case, when I leave the house every day, I think I look horrible. <laughs> I mean, you can't explain it. Casey, you can understand it better than anyone. You think you're ugly. You're always telling me how it's ugly you are. You're one, of, you're one of the best looking guys around yeah. here. Stop. See what I mean? Casey, you now you should understand Beth. Here's He's what like a pretty girl. Right. You're a hot <laughs> chick. Every single one of us told Beth when we go to those pictures, and she said, but what did Casey think? Right. Did I tell you something? What? And, and, and she asked everybody, and I told her, no. and, and, and she said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, she didn't care about them. She cared about you. That's right. She wanted to know what another good looking person thought. How, bi- how big a land, how, how big a gold mine is this for this guy from FHM? Oh. Oh, please. Here's Ed Morton, the this chief. This is why I was so upset. Here's Ed Morton, the chief editor of FHM. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, Howard, I wanted to let you know, uh, I don't know how the hell Beth overshines you taking over Letterman this morning, mm. but... Hello? Yeah. Yeah, but um, one thing I wanted to know is the whole conversation started with she had a lot of weird boyfriends calling, ex-boyfriends calling her up. And talking weird... This stuff isn't Ed Morton. That's no, the white is Who is that? I don't want to waste my time. Yes, King of All Blacks. He's gone. All right, good. <laughs> Very emotional morning. Yes. Oh, Beth looks hot. <laughs> Man. An emotional morning? Yeah, emotional. <laughs> okay, that's that's what the end of it, guys. Uh, we're sorry to make this one extended. It's going to be a third parter, it looks like. Um, we hope you guys will enjoy this one, and we're gonna I'm going to make sure you get all the comments uh, at one point in this uh, recording. So, Sam and Bob, thank you so much for joining me on this one. We'll try to coordinate and let you guys know when part three is going to be out. Uh, right. Nobody, Sounds nobody uh, be fooled by getting asked to do magazine articles. They don't love you. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, guys. Have a good one. You'll recognize... Katie Lang? You'll recognize this Canadian. Go ahead and sing a little. 
dreaming. <laughs> I must be dreaming. Oh, you know so who sweet. that is? Is that Anne Murray? When Anne Murray, I right. look into your eyes. Oh, you have what? vibrato and everything. <laughs> He's very, very talented. It's <laughs> amazing. Well, I am happy. Heartbreak. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it must be heartbreak for you and I. Oh, I can't even see your face. That's, That's when I, I get He's very serious. 